Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bijani and Creighton. I'm Sean Bijani. He's Patrick Creighton. Area 45, final hour of the program. Glad you're with us. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, hit us up. 713-572-4610. You can also watch us and chat with us on Twitch and YouTube. Um, <laughs> I just saw on Twitter, uh, Space City Sports. It's a great tweet. Thank God baseball season is around the corner. Rockets are so ass, it's not even fun anymore. Which brings me to my update. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are leading uh, the Rockets 108-82 to with 9.46 remaining in the fourth quarter. That's a big old ass. Not good. 39% shooting tonight for the Rockets and uh, more of that 3 of 14 variety for Jalen Green tonight. 2 of 8 for Fred Van Vliet. 2 of 6 for Dylan Brooks. Yikes. Look out. Amen Thompson. I'm in Thompson. Uh, in 20 minutes off the bench. 6 of 9. He's been the lone bright spot, but uh, he's got 15 points. Everybody's plus or minus numbers tonight. Well, they're all minuses. Uh, Adam Spillane. Uh, tweeted something out a couple of days ago that we used on last night's show, talking about the uh, defensive rating between the uh, Rockets' starting lineup. Uh, Not today, Junior. That consists of what it does consist of today. Jabari Smith, Dylan Brooks, Alpi, uh, Fred Van Vliet, Jalen Green. When that starting lineup is together, uh, their defensive rating 105. When they're not, 126. It's looking very much like the 126 version this evening as they uh, trail the New Orleans Pelicans by uh, 26 points uh, early in the fourth quarter. So let's let's play a little game here, Sean. Do we have to? Yeah, this will be fun. Okay? <laughs> ass or not ass? <laughs> I like it. Ass. 27 minutes, ass. three of five, nine points, four boards, two turnovers. Ass. 27 minutes, two of six from the field, seven points, two boards. Ass. 27 minutes, six of nine from the field, 
7 of 10 from the line, 20 points, 10 boards, 2 assists. Not ass. <laughs> 30 minutes, 2 of 8 from the field, 7 points, 6 assists. That's a big ass. 24 minutes, 3 of 14 from the field, 10 points, 4 rebounds. Can your ass get any bigger? Uh, 21 minutes, 6 of 9 from the field, 15 points, and 2 blocks. He's badass. <laughs> 17 <laughs> minutes, 2 of 6 from the field, 6 points, 4 boards, 2 blocks. Ass. <laughs> so basically, there were there were two people who qualified as not ass today. Right. I like that game. That's fun. This is ass. <laughs> That's my voice guy. Sean, ass. Sean really enjoyed getting to say ass. I did. Lot. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Would you Was like to play for ass you or not ass? <laughs> ass or not ass? All right. Uh, this kind of goes back to a conversation that we had earlier uh, in the show. Uh, Does it involve ass? Nah, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you be the judge. Let me continue. Uh, it's regarding one of our former uh, colleagues here at Sports Radio six ten, who's now a big baller. Uh, wherever the hell they do uh, Nick Wright's show. Is it L.A., New York? He's done it at both. I don't know where he's at right now. But Nick Wright uh, had this to say this week in regards to the question of, is there a team within the AFC that could knock off the Kansas City Chiefs this upcoming season? And he, he did preface it, you know, by saying, hey, look, this is kind of like my cheat answer. Um but if I have to pick one, it would not be the Cincinnati Bengals, not be the Baltimore Ravens, not be the Buffalo Bills, but rather your Houston Texans. And look, that's ultimately why we're talking about these top flight free agents in the fashion that we are. Could they be Houston Texans uh, later this summer? If it's Mike Evans, if it's Saquon Barkley, if it's Josh Jacobs, uh, whatever, whatever have you. Well, before the show today, I was uh, watching SportsCenter and Tim Hasselback, former NFL quarterback, now turned ESPN football analyst, uh, had his best fits for uh, various teams, for all the top free agents. Uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs, because it's just easy, he had Mike Evans as the best fit to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. He had Saquon Barkley as the best fit to go to the Chargers. He had Michael Pittman Jr. as the best fit to go to your Houston Texans. So many questions on so many levels. Yeah. Uh, two of the ones that I could think of off the top of my head is, one, why in the blue hell would Michael Pittman uh, be allowed to leave the Indianapolis Colts to go to the Houston Texans, not just because they are within the division, uh, but yeah, okay. They're in the division and the Indianapolis Colts have a pretty good young quarterback. At least they think, uh, in Anthony Richardson that should be healthy, uh, at the start of this season. Why would they take one of his best weapons away from him? I don't, I don't quite get that one. Uh, I wouldn't kick Michael Pittman out of bed. I'm just saying like best fit. That doesn't even make the best sense. Is, isn't he uh, a candidate to get tagged? I've not heard Michael Pittman personally as a guy that would be a franchise tag thought of. I have heard 
of, uh, you know, other guys, but none of the ones that I'd mentioned. Um, in fact, I don't even think any one of the Texans' potential dreamt-of targets outside of T. Higgins as a potential uh, franchise tag oh, candidate. Higgins is getting tagged. I mean, yeah. we should. That's that's not even. I don't even think that's debatable. And I he had Higgins. He had Higgins going somewhere, uh, and I can't remember exactly where now. But I mean, Higgins is kind of like, uh, you know, you got a little money, you can go out, do some really cool Christmas shopping, make yourself feel good, uh, bring home a shiny new toy. I mean. Even T. Higgins for the Texans liking, I feel like, is out of their price range. Like, you know, I'm going to go to the Galleria, but there are certain stores that I just know I can't bother walking into. I'm going to go to the Galleria, into. and we're going to hit at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. See, to me, Michael Pittman is the only guy they culturally have that's tag-worthy, and there have been conflicting reports about whether or not they'll tag him or not, but I feel like... If they can't get a deal with him done, they will tag him just to make sure they buy themselves the time mm-hmm. and that he's not out there getting shopped around to wherever else. You know, once you get tagged, you know, now there's a, a cost of acquisition beyond money. Nobody wants to pay up draft picks and pay the money. Sure. Sure. So, yeah, I don't get that. That's why, like, I don't get T. Higgins. T. Higgins is going to get tagged. I think Michael Pittman's probably going to get tagged. Mike Evans is not going to get tagged. If T. Higgins was not getting tagged, his number would probably be higher than Mike Evans. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, if we're entertaining Mike Evans, and look, 30s on the high side, I think, for Mike Evans. Uh, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I just, I don't know that I would bet uh, that Evans approaches or gets 30 mil. But if he does, or if he doesn't, I would presume T. Higgins because of age and higher ceiling. Um, you're going to have him longer. He's going to be productive longer, presumably. He's probably going to command a little bit more money than that of Mike Evans. If you're uh, shopping at, uh, I don't know, let's say Gucci and Coach and all of these places, I'm probably going to be looking at uh, somewhere in, I don't know, what's a major department store that's still around? Can you tell I don't shop much? Foley's, Macy's, Dillard's, do those exist anymore? That's uh, where I'd be. Macy's and Dillard's do. I mean, TJ Maxx is kind of like my speed <laughs> now. Maybe a little Ross action. Um, I say, I, um, you know, Amazon. <laughs> Just go to Amazon. Hey, I ain't going to kick that out of bed either yet. Uh, but- here's, here are some examples of wide receiver salaries right now, right? Tyree Kill is the highest wide receiver salary. It's 30 mil. Uh-huh. It's Tyree Kill. Yep. Uh, Devontae Adams, 28 mil. Cooper Cup, 26.7. A.J. Brown, 25. Stefan Diggs, D.K. Metcalf, 24. I feel like that should be like 24, 25 is probably the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Was there not a report last week that we discussed regarding Michael Pittman um, that the Colts were offering said to be offering like three years, 25 per. Was that Pittman? Uh, I don't know, but if that's the case, then I would think he would sign that. Yeah, three years, 25 per. Uh, Keenan Allen makes 20 mil. little eye-opening, right? If he's commanding three years, 25 per, what's T. Higgins going to be looking at? What's Mike Evans going to be looking at? It's probably closer to that 30. Terry McLaurin makes 23 million. Wow. Like For how long? Is that a three, four-year deal? Three-year deal. Yeah. Now, I think Mike Evans, with his age, is probably in the 22 to 25 million 
range. The most likely to pay him 30 mil, the Tampa Bay Bucks or the field? Field. Yeah. I think field. For for most likely to pay him the big money, I think that'll be field. Well, I mean, and I ask because the Tampa Bay Bucks, depending on what sport book you look at, are the favorite or second favorite to retain uh, his services. Texans, in some cases, I think it was bookies.com last week that had them, uh, the Texans as the favorite to land Mike Evans at plus 300 or plus 325, one of the two. As far from a football standpoint, whether or not... So cap space right now. Uh, according to Spot Track, Tampa Bay, thirty-three million. Okay, so I mean that's probably thirty of it to Mike. Yeah, no. I mean that's probably top half cap room in the NFL. Uh, top fifteen. It's twelve. Yeah. It's 12. Okay. But it's thirty-three. The commies have eighty-three and a half. Uh, the Patriots are seventy-three. The Titans are seventy-two. The Bears are seventy. Indy is 62, the Bengals are 61, the Texans are 59. All right, so the top five teams with the most money to spend, who the hell wants to go there? It's, it's <laughs> sucks, 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 sucks. Uh, Indy might, you know, we'll see. And Indy's got a eh. shot to be decent. Eh. But the top four suck. If you want to go to the AFC South, uh, the Texans seem like the best bet versus Indianapolis. And Just saying. Especially two, if you're a receiver. There's $2 million difference between the Texans and the Colts. Yeah. And in between there are the Bengals. Yeah, but there's a big difference at uh, that uh, those that two-letter word, uh, QB. <laughs> C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, uh, Shane Steichen. We can go all day. Uh, listen, I think I got no issue with Shane Steichen. I don't either, but he's and, not as good I, as D'Amico Ryans. And I think that once Anthony Richardson is back on the field, you want to talk about a, a coach, a quarterback having the perfect coach for what he does. You know, Anthony Richardson couldn't get a better coach than Chase Steichen for the kind of player that he is, mm-hmm. the offense, to tailor that offense for him. Uh, but we got to see if Anthony Richardson can go 17 games and can he compete at that level for the full 17 games. Is he going to get hurt again? Uh, is he going to get exposed for not being able to be a pocket passer? You know, there's there's some learning curve that Anthony Richardson still has to demonstrate. Sure. That C.J. Stroud has already sure, there was a less, there was four game sample size, and really less than that. That that Bryce <laughs> Young has not demonstrated. That Will Levis has not demonstrated. So there's, there's nah, but there was a lot of things that Will Levis demonstrated. That I think uh, surprised a lot of people. But eating mayonnaise with a spoon? No, not that. That's fake. <laughs> I don't believe him. <laughs> he was trolling. He was trolling. Um, no, being prone to turn the ball over. He's a rookie. Like it happened. I gotta tell you this. I was impressed with uh, with the way that he played football, man. Especially against the Texans. I mean, that's a tough sucker, gritty sucker. I can't believe. I can't remember the two Texans that were involved in that play. But I feel like it was Denzel Perryman, maybe Sheldon Rankins. But they literally almost snapped the man in half, and the guy got up and walked off the field. I mean, he the toughness that he displayed, the ability to just play the game. It's that mayo in the his way blood. that he did. Maybe it's I don't slippery. know. Whatever you want to attribute it to, I I saw some things that I liked about Will Levis. Mayo is gooey, and it, it it takes all different forms. So when they slammed him into five different pieces, he just kind of oozed back together into the normal form because <laughs> all the mayo in his blood. <laughs> it's like you're describing Slimer. He's, a, he's you know, an amorphous. Ghostbusters. He's an amorphous peak figure. <laughs> I, I wanted to get to this uh, from Golf Digest earlier 
today. Um, actually, yeah, it was today on the Eli Manning show. John Rom, professional golfer, he's really good. Uh, he was asked by Eli Manning who the worst celebrity golfer he's ever played with was. And instead of, you know, turning the tables, jabbing back at Eli, he actually seemingly told the truth, maybe unnecessarily. And uh, I don't know, maybe stabbed J.J. Watt in the back a little bit. Take a listen. Which celebrity golfer has been the worst golfer that you've ever played with? God, I love him to death, but celebrity yes. status, his golf game's not there. Yeah. It has to be J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I love the guy Is to death. Is that a violent swing? I tell him all the time he's too strong. Like You, yeah. you can't be that strong and that big and, and play golf. The the response by JJ Watt on Twitter. Did you see this? I did not. <laughs> do you know the Do you know the gif of the uh, guy with the mullet and like the cheesy mustache? It's like a really fuzzy gif from. You would guess it's like something from the eighties. It's a spoof, but it's the guy with a mullet who's mouthing like WTF. <laughs> that was yes. That was JJ Watt's response on Twitter to that shot by John Rom. Finally, we'd found something that uh, a PGA pro can attribute to that J.J. Watt is not good at golf. He sucks at golf. He is human after all. That's uh, refreshing to hear from uh, a person that uh, is not very good at golf, but I like to play. I, I like the fact that there is something that I am just as good as J.J. Watt at. Potentially. He didn't say how bad he was at it. I mean, mind you, it is a PGA pro. I started thinking about that. He sucks. (laughs) I suck. Yes, Ghost Team sucks. (laughs) Team sucks. Ass. No, no, no. We're not doing that. (laughs) Although uh, Dominic on Twitter did say we need more of the ass game. That was hilarious. Yeah, no, I think there's uh, maybe something there, like once a week, every Thursday. Like, who's more ass? Need more of the ass game. We'll tell you right here on Area 45. 713-572-4610. You want to weigh in? Uh, Get it in. Coming up next, you're going to be on or off the bandwagon. We'll have it for you next at Sports Radio 610. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm on a board. Yeah, he's been off the wagon two years. Off the wagon? I think it's off the wagon. I think it's on the wagon. You're back on the wagon. Right off the wagon. What the hell do you know about wagon? I know enough not to get on them. Told you. There's lots of room. It's time to get on or get off. Let's play the bandwagon. We start off with this, Sean. MLB players not happy with their see-through pants. That's right. <laughs> pants that could literally be defined as translucent. <laughs> uh, growing list of complaints regarding the new MLB uniforms. And as spring training games began, which they began today, uh, they are hoping that these changes can be made before opening day. Tony Clark... The executive director of the MLBPA said, it's disappointing we've landed in a place where the uniforms are the topic of discussion. Each conversation with the guys is yielding more information with what we're seeing. And these Nike-generated fanatics produced pants. Apparently, you're seeing quite a bit. <laughs> uh, they've seen that because the fabric is lighter. People say they look amateurish. When guys tuck their jersey in their pants, you can see the jersey right through the pants. <laughs> I'd rather see that than something else. Sean, <laughs> Jeez. someone is going to go straight commando in order to push this issue. Are you on or off the bandwagon? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they're complaining about it. Um, oh, geez. You know... I would not put it past the ball player to do that and then go full on Steve Lyons at first base. Remember when Steve Lyons got to first base like way back in the late 80s, early 90s, and he dropped his pants to retuck his jersey in and pulled them back up? I mean, that's an all-timer. Uh, then turned MLB analyst. I don't know what he's doing now. I need more Steve Lyons in my life. I miss that guy. He was hilarious. Um, there's some characters, man. I'm, I'm on the bandwagon. Somebody would do it. Somebody would do it, absolutely. This spring. Maybe not during the regular season, but spring training shenanigans, yes. I'm on the bandwagon. Lil B! I'm on the bandwagon. That's it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got a little more for us, Lil B? <laughs> well, I mean, I, see-through pants, man. I, I think it would happen. Is it fair or foul? Like, oh, It'll be foul. I mean, I don't want to see that. But Are you intimidated by the uh, naked male body? No. <laughs> I just don't, because you know how it is, like, anytime there's a home run, they're always feeling them running the base. I just don't want to see that. So, you see it more from pitchers, usually, because they're in the screen, they're on the screen longer, you know, and, like, they're probably the ones more apt to be complaining about the whole situation, I would guess. Well, the number of guys who are always grabbing their jump to readjust themselves after, like, every base they touch or after every swing. It's a baseball thing. You know, one of these guys is going to go commando. What team does he play for? Uh, the junk grabbers. Have <laughs> it be perfect, right? <laughs> Why not? I, I am so on this bandwagon. Somebody is going to do it just to make their point. Why does Major League Baseball change uniforms literally every year, though? Like, can you just here keep comes s- the money? Here keep we it go. The same. It's it, with, did Nike not manufacture baseball uniforms for them last year? But now they have new ones. Keep it the same. Here Stop comes changing the money. stuff. Makes me Always mad. about money. Why do teams have third jerseys and fourth jerseys 
and specific jerseys that they wear on St. Patrick's Day, which is exhibition baseball. <laughs> That's Be- different. Just- because Mo Bunny. Keep the material the same. It's a full bandwagon. Number two. Apparently, uh, an Aussie reporter got into a scrap with WWE superstar Austin Theory in a planned interview. So this was a a prearranged interview. Wait, something orchestrated, like prearranged in in wrestling? No, but like, like for example, if, if you like request... Hey, I want to talk with, uh, you know, Will Anderson with the Texans. You okay. arrange it so the Texans bring, okay. you know, set up an interview with him. All right. So he wanted an interview with Austin Theory, and he gets one. So Theory shows up, and then this proceeds to happen. What did you just say? I mean, it's fine. Like, you know, what do you mean? Like, what are you kidding each other? Hold, hold on a second. You brought me here, and you're going to talk to me like this? Well, yeah, I'm, you, hey, no, man. I mean, I'm like, just because you're in charge of some Weird, man, don't mean you can talk to me like this. I, 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 I didn't mean to offend you. I'm just oh, you're saying what I do is easy, fight. and you're in front of all your people in here talking about my job's easy. You couldn't walk a damn day in my shoes. You see? Got me in here. Dude, are you kidding me, man? I'll smack the out of you right now. I'm not playing around. Don't bring me all the way here for some media, man. This guy's talking his head off, man. It's his problem, dude. <laughs> so the guy basically told him, he says, well, you know, what you do is fake. And it's not like, you know, Australian rules football or rugby. What you guys do is fake. And Theory just like, what'd you say to me? Yeah, that never hits good with a wrestler, I would imagine. (laughs) This interviewer was a D-bag and deserved to get his ass kicked by Austin Theory. Are you on or off the bandwagon? I'm on the bandwagon. I mean, you don't need to call the guy out for that because, yes, it's technically fake not real but tell you that their it- bodies go through uh you know athletic things like when they're slammed down on a table they know how to fall on a table they know how to hit somebody else with a chair they know how to land on them without actually trying to decapitate them i will tell you this wrestling is not fake they hit each other there is a lot of physical pain yeah but not like hit it each is, other hit each other it is oh yeah they do not hit each other yeah. like yeah, I would they hit do. you in a bar hit you. You ever see a guy's chest get lit up from chops? Yeah, but I mean There's a reason. They're hitting him as I, hard as he can. I, come on, you gotta be here with me on this. Like I trained pro wrestling. I know for two but years. I mean, if you're if you're in a fight at a bar, right? Or just in a scrap, like anywhere, I'm not gonna hit you across the chest. Like as you would in wrestling. Well, no, because it's not an actual. It's not like a dirty fight where I'm going to exactly. Kick you in That's the nuts, all I'm saying. But they do legitimately hit each and other. And nor would I have. Yeah. I'm when with you, you jump there. off the top rope with a double stomp on a guy's chest, tell me how that doesn't hurt. Oh sure, but I mean, you see a little more slaps in but wrestling what they than do you do. Is they've got a preordained winner, yeah. so they know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. But when they hit each other, it's not. You know, this isn't love taps. This isn't, yeah. you know, patty cake. I'm, and I'm not ever... crap out of each other. And I'm not ever going to call a wrestler out for, uh, you know, being fake. That guy, I was really hoping it would escalate even further and get more to, like, a Jim Rome, Chrissy Everett kind of a thing. <laughs> flip the table. Yeah, flip the table. Like, stand over the top of him or, like, step on him or something. Step on his chest. Like, you know, theory, good job by him towing the line a little bit. But getting Ask his it. point across. Lil B. 
I'm on the bandwagon because, like, like you said, Patrick, because you know, the, like those guys have to take care of each other in the ring. So, like, you know, if one thing goes wrong, you know, a player can be seriously injured. Like Big Big E, I believe his name is. Like, uh, Big E had broken neck. Yeah, yeah. The German suplex, the guy flipped him wrong, so he landed on his neck and broke his neck. So, like, I from I think what he reported is that he can't even wrestle anymore. Jeez. Yeah. So yeah. That part, that aspect of WWE and wrestling isn't fake. Just, I would say, mostly the skits and the beef, I guess you would go. But all the action in the ring, yeah, that's real. See, as soon as he said it's fake, you don't really hit each other, he should have blasted him. Like, is that fake, bitch? Like, he should have just nailed him. But, and I'm not defending this Aussie reporter because he shouldn't have called him out that way. But can't you see from, like, the reporter's point of view, like, the fake, the word fake. Like, it's not real. It's very real. It's still real to me, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I don't know what's the, happening. The, the pain is real. The outcome is, is preordained. The, cho- the, the way in which they choose to inflict said pain is different than the way 99% of everybody else that does not wrestle, if they were in a fight, would choose differently to inflict pain. As in fist to face sometimes sometimes those <laughs> fists really do connect this listen you know uh booker t uh two-time w hall of famer friend of mine will tell you there's plenty of guys he's punched square in the face yeah plenty of guys have punched him square in the face i would not call what booker t does fake at least to his face <laughs> yeah that's his face. <laughs> uh but that's a full bang bang i wish austin would have just whooped his ass Number three, who gets the bill? So, Hunter Green, pitcher for the Reds, throwing BP to Ellie Dela Cruz. Mm-hmm. Dela Cruz smashes a foul ball that went into the parking lot, smashed the glass, somebody's Maybach SUV. Oh, so this is not an average fan. <laughs> um, that Maybach SUV actually belonged to... Hunter Green. Dope. <laughs> Hunter Green then tells him, you're paying for it. To which Dela Cruz says, you make more than me. Now, Dela Cruz is, was a rookie last year. All right, give me the salary. So he's making 720 grand. Uh-huh. Green is making a base of three mil. He is uh, in the, he signed a six-year $53 million extension back in April. Yeah. Uh, in this case, Hunter Green, suck it up, Buttercup. Pay the bill. Are you on or off the bandwagon? Googling how much a Maybach windshield costs because I imagine you can't just take uh, a Maybach to like JJ's Auto Glass Repair Shop and get a new windshield and that thing for two fifty. Yeah, no, uh, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably uh you gotta take it to the Mercedes five hundred or something. Um But seven hundred G's is seven hundred G's. Like you're both rolling in it, just um you know, somebody's mattress is a little uh thicker than the other. I would bet that window's probably three grand. Yeah. Twenty five hundred, three grand, I would guess. No. It's a night uh, at the stake. Ellie, house. you're flipping the bill on this. Like, welcome to the bigs, big cat. Like you wanna earn the payday, you're gonna going to buy me a new windshield. It's a process. Sean is off the wagon. Lil B! I'm on the bandwagon. Hunter Green makes more. <laughs> and he's the pitcher. 
You served it up. It's your fault. You know what? Don't park your freaking Maybach so damn close to the stadium. <laughs> park it under some kind oh. of cover. Park it in the player's section. You leave it out there in the parking lot where it can get hit by a foul ball. You know what? Um, You're the dummy. All fair points. I'm still off. All right, last one real quick. Apparently, there could be a Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury part two. And the language in this uh, new contract is going to be if Paul wins, there will be a Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury take three, but it will be in the octagon. Nice. So... Give me all the Jake Paul fights. Are you on or off the bandwagon? I'm on, man. This would be great to see. This would be great to see. I'm absolutely on the bandwagon. You know, I am not uh, a big, you know, fighting fan, right? You know this about me, but it's something that I'm willing to embrace, and I do know Jake Paul's game, and uh, I appreciate everything that he does. Like, that That would be that would be a badass bout. Like, that needs to happen to grow to grow the sports. Like, I need to see more of this. So, for somebody like me who's, you know, got one foot in the door in this, I need to see more of this. So, I'm absolutely on the bandwagon. Do we have the Kevin Durant audio? No? All right. Well, then we won't do that one. Uh, There was a fan, a female fan. Hence the theme of Little B tonight. (laughs) Who called Kevin Durant a bitch as he stepped onto the court. And, of course, KD, in typical fashion... Full breaks, turns around and goes and confronts the uh, the fan because he has rabbit ears. And the reason he did that is because Kevin Durant is a bitch. Are you on or off the bandwagon? <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> I'm on. He's been a bitch since he left OKC. I'm on it because OKC used to call him a cupcake, and he actually took offense to that. So, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant is not a little B. He is a big B. A big B. He's a big, giant, crybaby B. Ass. And you know what? Without Steph Curry, he's never going to win spit. I love it. I'm there for that. And I fully agree. And I'm on that bandwagon. He's Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani. We've got a final result from our Twitter poll to get to. We will do that next for your best. Yeah, polls. I forgot. We both put one out. We'll get you the results of the best Astro Duo next at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. All right, final segment of the program. Appreciate you joining us this evening. I'm Sean Bajani. He's Patrick Creighton. Chris Santiago and Lil B producing, doing a great job. Uh, we've got the results of our Twitter polls. Uh, myself and Patrick Creighton unknowingly at the same time put out Twitter polls and asked the question, which one is the best Astro duo? So how big was your poll? My poll, uh, as I pull it up, let's see. Pull up your poll. My poll consisted of 135 votes. Ah, your your poll is... Is my poll bigger than yours? It is not, but it is about the same size. Man. I see your poll is as big as mine. All right, well, let's compare polls. Uh, My poll was 150 (laughs) votes. All right. Uh, 57.3% Jordan Altuve. 57 to what? 57 to 42. 57 to 42. All right. Mine was Alvarez and Altuve combo, 74%, to the Alvarez and Tucker combo to 26%. So the people grabbing your poll were a little smarter than the people grabbing my poll. <laughs> Which is odd because I tend to decide a little bit more with the Alvarez-Tucker combo than you. You yeah. side with Alvarez and Altuve. I must have a few more blondes. Yeah, maybe more blondes, but uh, I also maybe influenced the people that voted in your poll a little bit more because contextually, I asked this question, you know, if you picked them today, and that would include like if you're betting the combo for this season going forward potentially, and that is obviously assuming Tucker stays here and Alvarez stays here as a combo together with the Astros for the foreseeable future, they're younger than an Alvarez and Altuve combo. I would bet on the future of that combo more than I would bet on the future of Alvarez and Altuve's combo. Well, I know that Alvarez and Altuve are going to be together for a few years. Because Altuve is going to be an Astro for life. How many more years are left on uh, Jordan's current contract? It's probably, I think he's one of like three guys that signed through the 2026 season for the Astros. I think it comes up in 27. I think he's got... I think it comes up in 27. Yeah, four years left on his deal. All right, so four, so five, six, see. and seven, yeah. Jordan. Jordan, after this year, has four more years. After this year? After this oh, year. Oh, beautiful. Four more years. and Dude, him and Altuve are going to... Him and Altuve and... He'll be here for the life of Altuve's contract. Him, Altuve, right? and Almost. Hader are the only guys signed through 28. Yeah, and McCullers comes up in 27, I think. Uh, McCullers is up in, uh, after the 26 season. Yeah. After the 26 season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, still, you're talking about an aging Altuve, and I would not predict a precipitous drop-off this season, but at some point in time, it's going to come. And you're talking about 
a player that's at least maintaining an Altuve versus Tucker, who is still ascending in 27 compared to Jose Altuve, who is what? How old is Altuve? He's going to be 34 this season. Yeah. And Tuck is 27. Um, I think there's still potential room for, for Tuck to grow. I don't know how much, but I think, you know, at 27, you're just about who you're going to be. Tuck's going to officially be a 30-30 guy. He's going to officially be a 30-30 guy at some point I think he'll get it at least once. Yeah. A lot of guys do it once, and then they don't do it again because as you get older, it's hard to stay healthy when you're stealing that many bases. Fair. That's that's absolutely fair. I want to see just how aggressive. And Joe Espada actually talked about this earlier today. Uh, We didn't play the audio, but he talked about how aggressive he wants the Astros to be on the bases. That's going to be one of the things that he looks out for. Uh, this spring, and I think you saw an influx in stolen bags, not just throughout Major League Baseball last year, but I believe just the Astros specifically. Um, they've got speed on the team, and most importantly, you know, the guys that have that speed were on base certainly early in the portion of the seasons, and then later when Altuve uh, got healthy. But you know, look, Mauricio Dubon is one of those guys uh, relegated to presumably a utility role this year. Um, you know, maybe those numbers, I think, have a chance to still increase as, look, the bags, they're not going anywhere. They didn't get any smaller. They got bigger uh, from two seasons ago to last year, and they haven't changed from last season to this season. So I would presume that those numbers, um, you know, at least steady out to maybe even slightly increase even more. So let's go a little high-low. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Pena last season had 13 stolen bases. Will he be higher or lower? Higher, because he's going to get on base more. Uh, Kyle Tucker had 30 stolen bases last year. Will he be higher or lower? I think slightly higher. Mauricio Dubon had seven stolen bases last year. Will he be higher or lower? Man, he only had seven? Seven steals. Um, And he played a lot every 131 day. games, 467 at-bats. 278 average, 309 on base. Safe bet is lower because you don't forecast him being an everyday player this season. Chazzy Fizz, 19 stolen bases last year, higher or lower? I'm betting on Chaz, um, so I'll go slightly higher. Okay. Uh, Jose Altuve, 14 stolen bags last year, higher or lower? Higher. He's playing more than 90, knock on wood. Uh, Jake Myers, five stolen bags last year, higher or lower? Higher. If Jake works out, they should be higher. If he doesn't, I still think they might be higher because I think the Astros are going to give him a lot of opportunity to be the guy. Um, so, yeah, I'll say slightly higher. So the Astros stole 107 bases last year as a team. Yep. In compare, where does that rank amongst uh, even AL, not just uh, all Major League Baseball, but whatever number you find? I'd be curious. I wouldn't. I would not bet without even knowing those numbers. I would not bet that the Astros would rank in the top half of the league in stolen bases. I'd say they rank closer to the bottom half. Um, in terms of stolen bases per game, the Houston Astros. Do 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 do. What do you want? Where the hell are they? What do you want? Uh, 18th. There you go. They were 18th, so kind of middle of the pack. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm oh, it's on, still bottom half. I'm on uh, teamrankings.com. And whereas Cincinnati was stealing the most at 1.17 per game. Yeah. How many stolen bags did Ellie De La Cruz himself have last year? Did he, did he get like 40 steals? I thought he hit 50 mark, but uh, that dude, we talked, we talked about him earlier. Um, he is one of the most exciting players, man, in all of baseball. Uh, he's probably going to be a 50 guy. If he didn't get it last year, he probably gets it this year. He's, he's just going to continue to get he's better. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, he is. And he, if he stays healthy, obviously, uh, and I worry about a guy like that, uh, you know, that wiry, um, you know, with the soft tissue stuff and playing the way that he does, the demand of the position, it's short. Um, but, yes. Tell me him poking Shohei Otani, like, are you real? Like, tell me that was like one of the funniest things you saw. It was fantastic. I think I, I you would you would poke Shohei Otani <laughs> if given the opera. Boy, that sounded weird. So but you uh, know what I meant. Stolen base leaders from a year ago. Ellie De La Cruz was ninth in baseball despite only playing ninety eight games, thirty five stolen bases. It's all he had, thirty five. I'll he be damned. Played ninety eight games. Um, oh boy, extrapolate that out. Yeah, so he's getting he's getting upwards of sixty. Uh, Ronald Acuna led the league, seventy-three. Uh, Estera Ruiz of the Oakland Last Letics, yeah, sixty-seven. Yep, yep, that was an impressive number. Bobby Witt, who just got paid like a champion, forty-nine stolen bags. Boom. Here's the, the weird thing: like of the guys who were top ten in stolen bases, right? Mm-hmm. Ronald Acuna Jr. had a four sixteen on base. Estera Ruiz, three oh nine. So he wasn't on base a whole lot. So he probably ran every time he was on base. Mm-hmm. Corbin Carroll, 362. Bobby Witt Jr., 319. C.J. Abrams, 300. 47 steals. He had 300 on base. Dude ran every time he was on base. Uh, Nico Horner, 346. Uh, Hassan Kim, 351. Hold on. Uh, Nico Horner, how many bags did he steal? 43. 43. Wow. Julio Rodriguez had 37 steals. He had a 333 on base. That dude. He went 30-30. That dude. What did he do last year? Didn't he have like a home run streak? Julio Rodriguez where he hit like a bomb like in eight consecutive games or something ridiculous he like had that. A, he had 32 homers, hit 275. He was he did he did something really crazy last year. I think it was a home run streak. In fact, Escher Ruiz had 67 stolen base, posted a negative war. <laughs> That's impressive. How do you do that? <laughs> what was this on base? 309. 309. His OPS was a mile straw-ish, 654. <laughs> Good Lord. Man, don't do straw like that. Straw was nice when he was here. For half a season. What are you talking about? He was a, he was a 300 hitter until the Astros got rid of him. It's like half a season. <laughs> you want to know what uh, Miles Straw, because remember Miles Straw after that like first year in uh, in Cleveland, they signed him to that you know pretty decent deal. Who's this? Miles Straw. Uh-huh. So, Miles Straw last year uh, had 20 stolen bases. He had 238. He had a 301 on base. Boy. Ready for his OPS? 597. He has a Maldi OPS. I was going to say, who who did it better, Maldi or uh, Miles? Uh, Probably Miles. Let's see. He was no, 597. I... Take a wild guess at Maldi's. Dang, 597. Maldi didn't have a six. Uh, I'll say Maldi was like 534. 
606. Damn, okay. Yeah, it's an I, error. Yeah, I didn't do him a solid on the because <laughs> uh, he had the pop. How many home runs did Maldi hit last year? Like 10, 15? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. He, uh, had, he had 69 total hits, 15 of them were homers. <laughs> had fun tonight talking a lot of ball. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be right back here tomorrow to celebrate a Friday into the work week. It's Area 45 for Chris Santiago. Lil B, doing a great job tonight on the switches. Patrick Creighton, I'm Sean Bajani. Have a great night, everybody. Good night. H-Town! We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 